1: m 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm speaking to somebody today who I uh, last spoke to almost a year to the day. Uh, and his name is uh, Jeeva Kupasami. He is the uh, leading expertise in aquaculture biotechnology in the region, um, working specifically with the Malaysian giant prawn uh, and the aquaculture involved in that, including stuff like genetics, breeding, nutrition, hatchery uh, the grow out of that kind of stuff welcome back to the show jiva
0: thank you hi richard and thank you for inviting me on the show and thanks for the very very precise introduction
1: let's talk a little bit first uh, and let's just go back and for people who are tuning in for the first time tell me about the beginning of uh, gk aqua how it started uh, and why did you decide, decide to start things
0: all right. I love that bit of how we started. Yeah, so everything started in graduate school in the University of Malaya in 2008. For the first time, I fell in love with the species. For the first time ever to know the species. Mm-hmm. And then the history they had with Malaysia was the first country to discover how to breed them. And then um, the uh, not a very nice things about it because uh, we, we are importing large amount of what we are consuming. So yeah. that started my journey to explore more about this, to set things right. And with God's willing, we are on a, in the course of uh, achieving the, the dream of being self-sustainable with freshwater prawn in Malaysia with technology.
1: Now, I, I think last year when I spoke to you, we were, as a country, importing 2,700 metric tons of freshwater prawn. Is, is that about right?
0: Yep, and uh, volume is increasing as well. So, and about 3,000 metric tonne now, yep.
1: Wow, it's increased that much in just a year. Yep, that's right. Okay, um, so obviously that that is a problem and your company uh, started to kind of help solve this problem, right?
0: Yeah, so through intervention of technology to improvise, easy to scale up farming modules, Mm. Uh, with disruptive innovation in the upstream and also in the downstream. So, you know, gauging the interests of youngsters and connecting them with a uh, uh, solution of financing, solution of marketing. So so we're sort of like stretching ourselves quite a bit to, to complete the whole value chain mm. in order for us to realize the dream of self-sustainability of, of the freshwater product.
1: Now, I I know that the, because they're all male prawns, right? And they're generally three times larger in size, uh, double the market price, they grow faster. Um, What kind of technology is involved in this kind of uh, procedure then?
0: So it's a very precision uh, biotechnology exercise where we target a specific gene in the freshwater prawn, which making them... um, Males, So we mm-hmm. prevent the males to become uh, pseudo-female and uh, we meet them with normal males just to make sure the progenies are all male-male. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't Im- impact on anything on GMO, LMO. We got a sc- bi- biosecurity clearance from uh, Malaysian Biosafety Department back in 2018, uh, mm-hmm. deeming this technology as non-GMO, non-LMO. So that, that bit, it's not a worry whether this is a GMO stuff, yeah.
1: Mm-mm. So, uh, a lot of people who have worries about GMO and LMO, you know, that's kind of put to rest with this. Yeah, that's right. Right, and and in terms of like you know keeping track of things like stock and and how much is been moved around, is there an uh, uh, an element of technology there as well?
0: Yeah. So the whole traceability element, uh, we are in in the in the SP we are in, in, the, in the flow of creating digitalization in the value chain. Mm-hmm. So for meaning sets, if we requires about 3,000 metric ton of freshwater prawns, how large the area of farming is required, what sort yeah. of uh, uh, input resources required upstream and everything else has to be digitalized so that we can mm-hmm. reverse engineer the whole process so that we can work very precisely with minimum resource we have but to bring the impact to to be self-sustainable with, uh, with freshwater prong for Malaysian market.
1: Right. So let's have a, a, a brief chat then about what has happened in the last year um, since we've spoken. Um, things have been busy for you guys, right?
0: That's right. So right after that, thanks for the first interview. I think, My pleasure. Uh, well, uh, one of the I need to highlight to young entrepreneurs, sometimes we need to knock doors to get things highlighted. We cannot be keeping ourselves doors closed and waiting for somebody to knock on our doors. I think exactly that's what I did uh, with you, Richard. And thanks yes. for kind, <laughs> kindly accepting my request for the interview. Um, very interestingly, right after that, we've been approached by a couple of uh, funding uh, agencies, especially the uh, VC World, I mean, venture Capitalists. And... It was a very huge learning curve from being uh, completely funded by government agencies like Cradle. Mm. Um, uh, We have completed the funding with Cradle with a KPI of 2.4 million ringgit revenue within 16 months. But we just completed our final report and we have achieved 2.5 million ringgit above what was required. So well done. And thanks to Cradle, because that really took us through the Deep Valley curve of any startups. Mm-hmm. And right after that, we tried to mature to secure funding through ECF platform.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately, the campaign is supposed to raise two million ringgit. We only achieved about half a million. So we forego that as a learning curve, another failure for us. But uh, with all the learning exercise we had with venture capitalists in the Malaysian market, we... Um, I would admit that my desktop are full of data rooms. <laughs> Millions <laughs> of questions. Uh, but one other thing I think I was brutal enough to answer every all of them when they asked me the question, where is your market giver? I mm. so answer to them, simple answer, import bill of food items to Malaysia is 60 billion ringgit. Mm. And that really... Puts me off every time I get into the question, where is your market, right? So Mm -hmm. the market is here. We have consuming about 60 billion ringgit worth of imported food. Of that 20% is largely seafood. And Mm -hmm. then you can work out the numbers, you know. Mm -hmm. So so that really was a huge learning curve. I have to admit that we did not get any funding from any VCs in Malaysia. I think uh, the appetite of investment still not towards food security yes there is a lot of discussions on the table or, or ag- top of the agenda of government institutions and private institutions about food security now interestingly with the world yeah. post-pandemic yeah. but there isn't a clear definition of funding mechanisms for to back up yeah food mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. um i think um Especially uh, probably our prawn story wasn't sexy enough and we couldn't make <laughs> 10x return just in next like, two or three years, right? right, so, right. But, but that really gave me a, a matured, uh, we, we really pivoted towards some matured approach in terms of business strategy, in terms of how we exercise our market expansions. And also in the course of doing that, we also increase our team members. When I spoke to you last year, we won 10 offers in the company.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now we have 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> so all the hiring uh, started with the energy that we're going to get some funds uh, from the VCs and uh, or ECF, but that didn't happen. So I can't retrench any of my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to say that we managed to get that financing from Bank So that was really a great achievement in terms of funding for last, uh, for this year.
1: Right. Well, I, I know other stuff has happened as well, which is something I'll touch on um, after the break. Uh, I know you, you won an award very recently. Uh, so let's chat about that when I come back after these messages. Sure. Okay. I'm on the phone with Giva Kupasami. He is the CEO of GK Aqua, a leader in the fast-emerging freshwater aquaculture biotechnology sphere. We'll be right back after these messages on Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9. Busy following money trail, BFM. BFM 89.9 of the business station my name is Rich Bradbury and welcome back to Tech Talk this morning I'm on the phone with uh, Giva Kupasami, He is the uh, CEO of GK Aqua, um, a leader in the fast emerging freshwater aquaculture biotechnology sphere. has got a degree in bi- biotechnology, 15 years of experience in biotech research and business development. We are talking about giant Malaysian prawns today. Yet again, um, it's a uh, A recap, I guess, of uh, an interview that I did with him last year. Last year, he was telling me that uh, Malaysia itself imports 2,700 metric tons of uh, prawns. Uh, This year, it turns out that we're importing 3,000 metric tons of prawns. Uh, Welcome back, Keebo. Thanks,
0: Richard.
1: Now, uh, during a couple of weeks ago, you dropped me a a text message uh, telling me how you guys had won an award. Um, tell me a little bit about that.
0: Okay. So that was really an interesting, uh, achievement for us being a very, uh, early startup company to be accolated as best leading aquaculture company in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So that was an, a brilliant really effort. I think, um, there were like uh, 10 companies shortlisted and finally we've been accolated as the best aquaculture company. And right. I think uh, the that's really rewarding for my colleagues in the company because in the past, when we started where where we were like a couple of years ago, sometimes my colleagues come and tell me that, oh, boss, uh, I'm resigning next week. You know, I got this job in this, this big, large corporations. And, mm-hmm. and eventually I learned that they left for the same salary. So that was really sad, right? Oh, wow. But with all these things happening, at, we, I, I, I'm, I mean, came across my colleague who've been offered a very good permanent position in government sector. Mm-hmm. And they came and discussed the opportunities and they stayed on. I think that's that's much of differences we have in terms of uh, small startup with a bright future. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this this kind of recognition really helped us to uh, boost the morale of my colleagues to, right. to this cause. Yeah. yeah. And also, um,
1: yeah. So please carry on, carry on.
0: And also, um, and us also makes recognitions within our clients. Mm. So we have achieved quite a lot of international expansion to mm. countries maybe you never heard before, country called the state of Guyana in Latin America. So we just recently <laughs> signed a contract. Yeah. Okay. In the Middle East, we've been exporting our post larvae to country like Qatar, Kuwait. Um, just very two days ago, to Far East, to Philippines. So, so international attractions uh, is also in the course. But yet, of course, we are stri- striving our best to achieve our deliverable for the country to to achieve the, the, the three thousand metric ton of freshwater products.
1: And oh, okay, so if, if we're currently importing three thousand metric ton uh, tons, how much are you guys collectively producing?
0: Okay, so for last year, we have achieved about 24 million uh, prawn babies. So you mm-hmm. can take an average number of 300 metric ton of production from that 24 million uh, prosolaris. Mm-hmm. So we just have to 10x of that to achieve what the country needs uh, eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with the 24 million seeds, we have actually too glad to say that that was the national record for last 60 years. Oh, wow. So what we have supplied in the market have matched what the country has been producing for last, you know, for last thirty mm.
1: years. So I mean, let's let's just look at the facts. You know, you, you're breaking records, you, you're winning awards, you're exporting all around the world. Do, do you get frustrated that it, it's not happening fast enough here in Malaysia?
0: Yeah, so it all goes back to money, right? So again, right. But uh, I mean, f- so for me, as it, as it, months, seems like it,
1: it seems it yeah. seems like a, a bit of a non-brainer giver.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, but then we've been offered like funding from outside Malaysia again to to with mm. the calls of diverting to become you know foreign based entity, but which I still st- stood firm on this.
1: Right. I, yeah. I know you were very strong in in your Malaysian identity last time I spoke that's to you. That's right. That's right. Hmm. So, so I mean, it's almost like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, Giver. What, what what's the kind of movement here? What do you intend to do?
0: So yeah, so we we are just carrying the cost of disrupting the innovation more. So currently mm. we have more R and Ds developed in the area of how to make soft shell plants with omega three enriched ingredient. I mean, uh, as as a nutritional benefits, with the circular economy concept. So so our bottleneck was really the downstream farmers to expand right. their capacity because we are ready to scale our seeds to you know the next year to sixty million and so forth. But the market responding in the downstream is the one that was the problem. Mm-hmm. But to to Antigen, I mean, to overcome that, we have actually successfully uh, in discussion with uh, Agro now to mm. fund these farmers every. 0.3 hectare of land, which we are acquiring with the states, so that they can get a soft finance of sixty thousand ringgit as a revolving credit. In return, we are looking at making acupuners to earn a monthly income of six to seven thousand ringgit just with three pawns and mm. spend two hours daily. That's all that requires the most. Mm. I think if we can scale that into multipliers, I think then we can be uh, successful without needing really to raise like 20, 30 million ringgit, but we mm-hmm. can. But the challenges will be for the youngsters to sign a liability on their head for 60,000 ringgit to trust right. us with that business as technology provider and a guaranteed buyback mechanism. So, so, right. so this is where we are uh, pivoting our strategy. But mm. currently, there is also a GLC is very interested the funders. We are in a final discussion of uh, due diligence. So if all goes well, I think uh, we'll be gearing up for uh, full scale uh, in, in early 2023.
1: Yep. And in which parts of the country are you most active now?
0: So our farmers are mostly concentrated in Perak. And we do have our own farm, integrated farm of 50 acres now established in Perak. And Johor, we just did about uh, 10 acres and most farmers are in Johor. And we also are, are diving into East Coast, especially Pahang. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the land uh, in the proposal of application of uh, about 400 acres. yeah. So usually wow. we go for state-owned lands because that gives us a long-term assurance in terms yeah, of peace, yeah. yeah. So the investors' money can be put on as well. And also we try to be creative in terms of raising the funds. So obviously we look into the restaurants really need of this fresh Malaysian giant prawns. So, mm-hmm. in discussion with the restaurant owners, if you need a consistent supply of the prawns, why not invest on the prawns itself, where you yeah. get it at farm gate price with a consistent supply? So mm-hmm. that's another another creative way we're trying to gain the attraction uh, to create more farmers, yes yeah. mm-hmm. so more more investment into the downstream.
1: Yeah. So, if there are. Um, Restauranters or you know, people in general who might want to pivot away from what they're doing now and maybe get involved with this. What would be their best way of them getting involved and contacting you and and, and having you know starting a discussion?
0: Yeah, that's right. So they can always contact me on my mobile number, which is zero one two seven three eight zero six six four. And obviously they can reach out to our website, gk base, and we can set up a meeting so they can visit the farms, existing mm. farms we can show them, you know, the production and how we can potentially work together to solve the issue of consistent and quality supply of Malaysian giant products.
1: Giva, as ever, a pleasure speaking with you this morning.
0: Thank you, Richard.
1: All right, that has been Giva Kupasami. He is the CEO of GK Aqua. As you heard him there, if you need to get in touch, just head over to their website. It is www.gk-aqua.com. Head over there if you missed any part of this show and you want to learn more. Of course, you can always download the podcast. It's available from wherever you normally download your podcast from. I recommend you use the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. My name is Rich Bradbury for Tech Talk This Morning here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station.